Hello once again my friends, this is yours truly, Brother Craig Sims. Welcome to the Christian Walk Podcast. Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the God of justice and judgment. God is not just a God of mercy and grace, but of justice and judgment also. All of these things describe his character. To embrace one part and ignore another is not fully understanding his nature. So with that being said, we're going to be coming from the book of Nahum, starting at chapter 1, starting at verse 1 through 3, then 6 through 7. And it says here, The burden of Nineveh, the book of the vision of Nahum, the Eshcolite. God is jealous, and the law revenge it. The law revenge it and is furious. The law would take vengeance on his adversaries, and he reserved wrath for his enemies. Now it says there in Nahum 1 and 2, part A, it says God is jealous. So what does it mean to be jealous? Well, it means that he demands exclusive loyalty. He's intolerant of unfaithfulness or rivalry. So what God does is he demands our loyalty. Talking about mankind and will not tolerate the worshiping of other gods, which is idolatry. Exodus 23 verse 5 says thou shalt have no other gods before me thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven or above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth thou shalt not bow thyself to them nor serve them but i the lord thy god am a jealous god visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. So God is jealous for his honor and for his glory. Isaiah 42 and 8 says, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to any raving images. So what we know about God is that he hates idolatry. And seeing that God created everything that exists and sustains it all, he is therefore not only deserving of honor and glory and praise, but is justified in demanding it. Not only does he deserve it, he is right in becoming indignant at not receiving what is rightfully his. Nahum 1, 2, part B, it says, And the Lord revenge it, the Lord revenge it. That means to avenge, that means to exact satisfaction for a wrong by punishing the wrongdoing. So God is a God of vengeance. He takes revenge or punishes those who do wrong by allowing people to reap what they have sown. You know, some people call it karma. God is like a dam holding back water. What we know as God's punishment is actually us getting back what we have put out. God's mercy holds back what we deserve. But when we reject him and are disobedient to his word, we are telling him by our actions to remove his wall of protection. And as a result, the flood waters of consequences for all our disobedience and sin comes upon us. So it's not actually that God is trying to destroy or hurt us. We're just basically reaping what we have sown. Isaiah 45 and 7 says, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. 
I like what it says in the New Living Translation. It says, I create the light and make the darkness. I send good times and bad times. I, the Lord, am the one who does these things. You know, this is one of the most misunderstood verses in the Bible. When it says God created evil, some misinterpret it as evil comes from God. This would be a contradiction to 1 John 1 and 5. It says that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So God sins or allows evil to serve his purpose without being directly connected to it. For example, when God sent judgment upon Israel, he simply allowed other nations to come in and conquer them as a form of discipline. He didn't make or force those nations to do what they did, but simply removed his hand of protection from his people. But afterwards, he would judge those same nations for coming out against his people. 1 Thessalonians 4 and 6 says, that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also have forewarned you and testified. Romans 12 and 19 says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, said the Lord. Back to Nahum 1 2, picking it up at verse. Uh, part C, it says, And it's fierce, the Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries, and we, he, he reserve it back for his enemies. So that lets us know that God experiences anger. Anger in itself is not a sin. Ephesians 4 and 26 says, Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Matthew 21 and 12 says, And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. Back to Nahum 1 and 3, it says, The Lord is slow to anger. So that shows us that God does get angry, but he's slow to anger. God has a long fuse, but he does get angry and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord had his way in the whirlwind and in the storm in the clouds of the dust of his feet. Dropping down Nahum 1 and 6, it says, Who can stand before his indignation and who can abide his fierceness of his anger? His fear is pulled out like fire and rocks are thrown down by him. So that lets us know that God gets angry, but it's always for the right reason. That word indignation actually means righteous anger. The Lord is good, verse 7 says, and a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knoweth them that trust in him. So God is not just a God of justice, but also a God of mercy. He is good to all, especially those who place their trust in him. Those who experience his judgment do so as a result of rejecting his mercy. So God is both the God of judgment and justice and a, a God of grace and mercy. All of those things describe the character and nature of God. But God doesn't delight in sending judgment upon people. It is when people reject his mercy and his grace and basically refuse to accept the remedy that would allow them to escape 
the fruit of their own behavior, that judgment comes. So I hope you understand. So hey, I hope you enjoyed this short lesson and gained some good understanding as it relates to the judgment of God and the justice of God. Hey, be blessed out there. Be praying for me and I'll be praying for everyone out there. Be blessed. Jesus name.